Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. And today on the show, uh, we have two of the guys, um, uh, guy and girl, I should say. Um, <laughs> we're we're uh, gender, gender plural here. Um, uh, who work here at Hot Five Studio as part of the, um, the, the filmmaking slash um, the uh, media, team. Media, media team. Thank you. Um, yeah, they're here uh, um, working on the documentary Zero Undiscovered, which uh, tells the story of uh, how High Five Studio is um, helping build a community of creatives here in River West Milwaukee. Um, so I'm really uh, excited to welcome Eric McCambridge and Marissa Williams to the show. Thank you. Yeah, thanks Appreciate for having me. Yeah, of course. Having, yeah, of course uh, how are how are your days today? Not too bad, you know. Just doing some editing, like usual. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Usually, it's usually what you're doing yeah, when I come in here. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, Eric, I got to do a show, and you're like <laughs> busy at work. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like over there, and you're just like over here yeah. doing you, podcasts. Actually, you might have. Camera. Yeah, in the past couple episodes, you might have heard uh, some excessive clicking uh, in, in the background <laughs> of, of uh, so that's it's always Eric working on a computer. Yeah, that was probably me getting yeah. pissed off at my yeah. computer because it won't render things. Yeah. So if you go back and listen to look, listen for some clicks, uh, uh, it's him. But um, Marissa, how about you? How was, how was your day? Going good. Um, made a really crazy connection today. So yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, um, not to dive into too much detail, but basically Cher is coming to Milwaukee tomorrow, mm -hmm. um, and her drummer, who is also in a band of his own, is opening up for her. Basically, he asked if I wanted to go to the show, so he hooked me up with tickets and meet and greet tickets for some friends, um, but then also we exchange information because he's in a band, so he wants music videos, and that's kind of yeah. what we do, so mm -hmm. that's a that's going to be something that we're doing for that them. That is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that is super dope. Yeah. I'm hard. I know. Okay, now I bet you believe in life after love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to go super hard on that yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, um, I think uh, this calls for uh, a little um, sipping of the brew. So. Oh, yeah. Only the finest. PBR, guys. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, yes. um, yeah, I, I know we... Someone has to chug that at the end of the episode. I, okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah we'll, um, we'll evaluate once we get there. <laughs> but, um, but I... Yeah, I, I, I know we were... Like, um, you guys asked for something a little like classier, something more crafty, like uh, the River West Stein, I know you mentioned. But my favorite. I am my broke ass. Uh, <laughs> Just went to the Laker store and this is like the king of cheap beers. It is. Oh, but it's, it's okay. It's I mean, it's it's beer, so like it's yeah. gonna be. I'm glad you guys aren't picky. At the no. end of the day, it has the same effect. Yeah. Right? True. Yeah. Well, <laughs> True. cheers. Cheers. <laughs> mm. oh, See, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, Nothing fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but for real though, um, I'm happy to you know sip these drinks with you guys because you guys have been working tirelessly uh to bring this documentary to life and eric i know it's your um it's your senior thesis yeah senior thesis at uwm yeah. um Great. shout should out to uwm film department should i yeah. plug when it's showing right now mm -hmm. <laughs> all right so it's uh showing at the uwm union cinema on the 16th the show starts at seven 
and then mine is right before the intermission. So wow. if you want to come and you don't want to sit through a bunch of short films, you can leave right after the intermission. You know, see the best one. I'm just kidding. There's going to be some other great ones yeah. there, but uh, I think I'm pretty happy with how mine turned out. So it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you've been working on this ba basically since like um, pretty much since I started coming here. Yeah, <laughs> I started in October, um, and then I kind of like threw a shoot together randomly because Amarel had a session. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't know, like it turned out good, the footage was good, but it wasn't great. And then Ryan got a haircut and dramatically <laughs> changed his hair. And then I kind of like had some new ideas for it and like wanted to change the direction. So I completely scrapped the first shoot. And Marissa wasn't even on the project yet at that yeah. point. Um, so yeah, started in October and then really got things going in like probably November. end of November. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that was that first... Um, end of November was that first high five networking jam when I came here and met you and that was like it seemed like when I first came here like from just like the energy like in the in the facility like it seemed like things were like really starting to like get excited uh ex exciting yeah. uh here at high five so I, I must have came at the right time because no, I remember talking to you too. Yeah. You're like, "Wow, this is amazing!" Like, yeah. <laughs> I just want to come back here. And I was like, "It was the same thing the first time I came here." Mm. It's just like you feel the energy here. Like, yeah. there's so many people here to support you. So uh, people are genuinely interested in what you do. Exactly. Like, yeah. You come in here and you're, and you get um, just showered in questions. Like, "Oh, what do you do? What's your uh, social media handle? Like, uh, what are you working on? Yeah. Like, how can we work together? Like, that's like." You know, I haven't found like it. I, I was really looking for that um, sort of like creative energy, um, and found it like as soon as I like stepped foot in this place, mm -hmm. and it's, it's just really phenomenal because it's like people genuinely are like interested in the various talents that oh, yeah. that you know are part of this whole uh, foundation. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Marissa, how was um, your uh, inception into the? project of Zero Undiscovered? Um, well, so I knew Eric's friend Jack um, for like a year. Shout out Jack Wilkins. Jack Wilkins. One Mike, my, what a guy. I know, one of my favorite people. Yeah. Um, he also works in this room. Yes. Very talented video videographer. Very talented. Photographer. photographer, just like a great person yeah. in general. So I love Jack. Um, but yeah, I knew Jack um, a year before I knew Eric. And then basically we had like a class together and I was like, oh, you're Jack's friend, right? Like, cause they, they've done professional videos like on their own. Uh -huh. um, so I knew of Eric, but I didn't know who he was. Um, so then Eric asked if I wanted to meet and then, cause I told well, him. Well, not talk about when we met on that shoot. Oh yeah. Okay. So we were on a shoot and we were kind of just like hanging out. Um, cause like there were a lot of people on the shoot, so there wasn't much for like everyone to do. So I was just kind of hanging back. Um, and then he started asking like what I do and like what my interests are and I told him producing because I really love producing also production design but I've been like pursuing producing a lot yeah. more um, so then we set up a meeting and he asked if I wanted to produce this documentary mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> I'm glad he took a chance on me because uh, I was like he doesn't even know me and he's like trusting me already no. so that made me want to go even I harder. Mean, I could not have done it on my own, <laughs> number one. I am not a producer in any sense. Um, yeah. And yeah, 
I mean, I heard great things about you from other people too. So well, that's good. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Because people are saying good <laughs> things. Um, yeah. But no, I mean, it was like, it, I would say it was an easy process throughout this film because Eric's got such a strong vision. So it's basically my job to just support it and make sure whatever he wants happens. And like, that's what I do best because I'm, I love to be organized. One, because it keeps me sane. And two, yeah. because like I wouldn't, especially in like this, this uh, film, I didn't want to see it like fail due to like just the littlest things. So just making sure that he had everything to make this film happen. Like that was just what I wanted totally. to do. And we kind of became friends yeah. first, like before we yeah. even started working on the documentary together, like we hung out a few times mm -hmm. and found out like we're really similar people. The same person. Yeah. yeah. Age, which is With crazy. different skills that yeah. complement each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, it's always the best when you kind of spark like that, um, that rapport with mm -hmm. somebody just like personally before mm -hmm. you start like seriously, um, bringing each other's talents together. Yeah. What was, yeah. What, what'd you, how, like, what did you guys do when you first, like, started hanging out? Well, I specifically remember just a conversation because I've always... So I originally started in, like, music. I wanted to be an artist for, like, the longest time, and sure. then I switched to film, but not going too deep in that story. We but Yeah, no. We have time. Um, <laughs> but basically, like, since I started film, and really even when I was in music, I knew I wanted to own a company of some sort. Yeah. I feel like whenever I pitched that to people, they would just be like, oh, that's cool, but, like, not really take that right, seriously. Uh, and then I randomly said it in front of Eric, and he was like, me too. And I was like... <laughs> okay <laughs> like yeah. this is the start of like something yeah, and now yeah. like flash forward a few years or a few months few years. a few yeah, months yeah. and like yeah. now zero discovered is an llc and like this is just the beginning of that see i did not even know that until just now that well, it was an llc it just dropped <laughs> fucking shit um well there's the big announcement right? yeah there wow. it is <laughs> well well, congrats. That's a big, that's a huge step. That's, yeah. That kind of just solidifies you that like, well, you're doing this now. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is serious. So like, no turning back. Um, cool. Um, do you feel like, so obviously um, this became um, a product of your guys' involvement in High Five Studio. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, if it weren't for High Five, do you feel like this would never have been an idea? that would become your like senior thesis and everything um yeah 100 percent. i mean yeah i mean like i had no idea there was such a great creative space in milwaukee down the street and, like, yeah. yeah and like i don't know i like narrative films and that was my original idea is to do something narrative but like i couldn't find a script that i liked that much mm -hmm. and then you know um a friend brought me here and i just like saw everything that was going on and just like you know you can't not yeah. want to document what's going on here. Right. It's like, it's too cool. Um, sure. So, um, so to both of you, like, I guess how you feel like this documentary is communicating to, um, the audiences and just people that are going to be watching this film. Um, how is it communicating what's going on here? You want to start? Uh, sure. So, um, especially since I was new coming into high five, like I really got to come in I'm just going to restate what I said, brand new and kind of just like take it all in. Um, so I feel like High Five is like a feeling of like family and community. community. Um, so basically our job as filmmakers is to take those ideas and translate it through media and like visuals. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like our 
his film, our film, uh, definitely our does film. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, directed by. Um, but yeah, like there's just a lot going on, and it's also crazy to see that throughout this filming process, um, so many people have wanted to get involved, and like now they mm. want to know where High Five is, what High Five is, how they yeah. can like be a part of this community. So I feel like it's just like showcasing what we're doing, and then also like bringing people in, and it's just mm-hmm. expanding. Yeah, that was like a long answer, but yeah, yeah you can go off that. Um, yeah, sure, that was a really good answer. But like going into the story of it, it's like I don't want to dive too deep, so you actually have to watch the film. But like part of it is the making of the song, and you know, not many people get to see that artistic process. You know, and like Ryan giving people feedback i'm not gonna say who the artists are you probably already know but anyway yeah like ryan giving them feedback and then like them messing up and like having to redo something like you don't really get to see that process and like the first time i came in here i saw someone's session and it was the very first time i've ever seen that so it was like super cool so i knew that was something i wanted to include in the film and then yeah just like the high five lives were a big part of it like like I've never seen so many pe- creative people in one room especially like all of us who are like at this level like where we all have talent but we're like just getting started you know yeah so just really just like wanted to bring everything that high five offers into one film yeah it's it's I can totally like echo that with how like in those especially in those in like the networking events that go on here it's it's like phenomenal seeing mm-hmm. Like, so many people that just don't know each other, that all sort of just have that unspoken connection just by being in the same room, attending the same event, and, like, they pick up instruments and just, you know, start playing and enjoying themselves, like, everyone is just, you know, getting lit, having a good time, (laughs) you know, just uh, the, the business cards get handed out, the hands get shaken, and, um... I think um, when I interviewed you, Eric, uh, when I um, wrote an article on High mm-hmm. Five uh, for Breaking and Entering, you said something that like sticks with me so much. I think about this almost every day. I don't remember what it was. Well, <laughs> you, 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 you gave me like a whole novel of, oh, of answers. Yeah, but but the, <laughs> the right. thing that really stuck out to me was you said I made all these connections that I didn't know I needed. Mm. And like I think about that just like, I mean, shit. I always ask the question, um, what keeps you up at night? Like, at the end of every episode I've done of the show. And, like, that's ser- that is something that, like, I think about, like, consciously, like, every every time. I'm just, like, you know, just, like, zoning out. Because, like, wow. If it weren't for being in the right place in the right time and encountering the people that yeah, I yeah. did, yeah. then it's, like, I I don't know you know, what I'd still be stuck on, like, you know, in the past. Like, for example, I met, like, our good friend Brett Schmidt here, randomly, at a networking event, and now, like, I worked on music videos with him in New York, L.A., you know. It's amazing. I met both of you through this, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's crazy the people you meet here, Mm. honestly. And it goes to show, like, the importance of, like, getting out and, like, just connecting with people, because if you just, like, are a shut-in and, like, you know, dwell on, like, what could I be doing or what do I need to change? Like, it's, like, if you're not getting out there and, like, showcasing yourself, like, you're never going to meet, you're never, you never know who you're going to meet. So, like, just get out there. Yeah. And, like, I can, I can, like, attest on that, like, super hard for, 
I remember how nervous I was before I like walked Sick. in here. Like <laughs> the first time I came here, I remember like I remember like I had like made myself dinner like earlier in the night, and I was just like debating: Do I really want to go to this thing? Like, who am I gonna know? Like, I'm going yeah. by myself. Like, mm-hmm. I was like just wrestling so much. Like, maybe I can go another time. <laughs> but I'm like, no, no, fuck it. I'm gonna hate myself if I don't go. So mm-hmm. I walked my ass um, from. <laughs> My house. Yeah, I always see you walking. Oh yeah, it well yeah, I, I always walk here. I walk from my house, uh, by the Urban Ecology Center, um, to here. And uh, so I was like worried I was gonna get lost too, but but then like I got here and as soon as I walk in, like, you know, I see the home records and I see like various other people like I I know. Yeah. And then I see Ryan in here, like, and I didn't know who he was at first, but then I see Ryan, and he's going around, he's like, he's like, who just walked in? Who do I have to meet still? Hi, guys, how are you guys doing? Like, and, yeah, I remember those first events, he would get, like, so, I don't want to say nervous, because he's not really a nervous guy, but, like, he felt like he had to be everywhere at, yeah. One, yeah. at one time. Right. But it's, I, like, you instantly felt so at home, like, when oh, yeah. you, like, first got here, and, like, um... And I just, like, I, I think that I experienced that a lot with, I mean, whether it's before I am going out to, like, a show at night or before I'm going out to, you know, a friend's house, like, or even, like, when in college, I would, like, before I would, like, go out to parties, I would always get just, like, super, super nervous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. it's, like, a feeling, like, I can never really shake, um... I would just feel really nervous about like you know about like actually bringing myself there yeah. but you always just feel so relieved and gratified once you once do you go. yeah i can relate to that um i was like definitely a very shy timid like again went through the same like thoughts um yeah. spent a, like a few the first like two years of like my time at uwm and then also just like getting out there not getting out there um and then i was so happy when i finally did because things have really like picked up and like i mean you start to like meet people that just like you for you and it's like that's all you can ever ask for like it's like wow where was yourself where was this in all the basement parties that i was going to for four years huh (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah answer that in the comments right 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 yeah but um and eric did you feel similarly like when you first got here too um yeah i mean honestly like sometimes like i'm a little shy but like i don't know like being here and being around people who like actually like my work and mm-hmm. like are like whoa that's super cool mm-hmm. it just like builds so much confidence yeah. like especially like i don't know being an artist you're just like naturally a little shy because like yeah. you like you don't i don't know you don't know how to like for i don't know how to put it like you don't know how to like uh maybe I guess like um, like present yourself in a way that like yeah you like feel it's people hard to be confident understand. in your work if you like you don't necessarily believe in it yet because mm-hmm. like you're the only one telling yourself it's good besides like your friends who are like yeah it's good but until you get like that outside source like yeah. when Ryan says oh my oh my god your video work is great like can you do this and that for me like really is a confidence booster yeah mm-hmm. right because i think and mindset's really important there because you know when you when you do something um 
when you, when you do something creatively or, or you have some kind of like talent, it's like if, if someone is giving you like constructive criticism or is like su- making suggestions like openly, mm-hmm. like, I mean, that's kind of like, that's really like a sign that like you're, you're like doing, you're onto something, you know, it's a yeah. sign that like you, you have it in you to like, to master your craft or to succeed in whatever you're going for. But, you know, you need to like, you always got to like get knocked down a couple times or be told that like, you know, this can be better, but you know, you, but this is good already. Like you kind of have to be told that, um, in order to like know, you know, how to apply it for like next time. And, yeah. And that's, that's always, it's honestly like, it's reassuring because it shows that people actually genuinely believe in what you do. Yeah. Right. So I guess I want to talk about just sort of like some of the challenges that have come with, um, with, uh, creating this documentary. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that it's also finals week and you've been super stressed. Oh, it's all good. I'm just like, the thing I was most stressed about was editing that thing and yeah. Man, I had to watch through like 70 hours worth of footage mm. and then condense it down into 20 minutes and I was trying to get it even shorter, but oh, just not possible. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, no, I'm feeling pretty good now that it's done. Like, good. It's a, it's a big weight off my shoulders. Oh yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, so I guess like um, when you were first, um, I like from the, from the get-go, like where did, um, did you kind of like, did you find it difficult to sort of like pinpoint ex- the exact story you wanted to tell or was that kind of clear to you right away? I didn't, I don't think I ever knew the exact story I want to tell. Like with the documentary, you just like go in and like find things that are interesting, mm-hmm. like the high five live, like creating a song, Turner hall, like, mm-hmm. you know, and everything in between, you just find things that are interesting and kind of try to construct a story out of it, like in your mind. But like when I got to the editing room, it completely changed. Like yeah. you just, you find the best stuff and like you try to make it as cohesive as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember like we would just go out to like lunch and stuff and like it would always be a topic of conversation. Like what do we do next? Or like what do you want to do yeah. next? Like w- it would just always be like, like you had like an overall like structure I remember reading that over but like as we got deeper and deeper into the film process like it just kept changing or there were things that we like thought of like mm-hmm. as we were going so yeah. like it was just constantly changing and now yeah. it's even it's a different structure than like what it was or like what yeah. it was in the middle sure. like so yeah. it like constantly I mean, I'd love to show you the first structure I had for it like yeah. I, I, I want to look at that myself because I haven't looked at that in at least a month so yeah um yeah I don't know just constantly changing and we even like while I was editing I was like shit we need one more thing (laughs) and then me and Marissa filmed something like four days before it was due so I could edit it (laughs) you know you just keep wanting to edit I feel that though yeah Yeah. it's just kind of like the um it's just like that perfectionist in you that like needs it like you know, yeah. you, you nitpick yourself a lot. You second guess, like, mm-hmm. how things are looking. Yeah. Um, what about you, Marissa? Um, so, um, so you came out of the, like, when exactly was it when you, like, officially came onto the project? Um, in November. Okay. Like, end of November. Sure. She's um, been on every shoot that 
made the documentary. So just that first shoot didn't make yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure, sure, sure. So basically since the beginning, so, yeah. basically. Yeah, so as a producer, <laughs> yeah. so like making sure that everything is going smoothly and like everyone's like kind of, you know, doing their job in order to create mm-hmm. um, Eric's vision. Um, where, like, I guess, like, what are some challenges that come with, like, um, doing, like, you know, that kind of DIY production? Um, I think, so, like, the role of the director is to, like, focus on the concept and the story. Yeah. And I think I had to take it upon myself, like, if he was like, okay, we need to shoot, like, this thing to, like, tomorrow, then it's on me to figure out, okay, like, who do we need, what do we need, like, what time, like, I get down into the nitty-gritty, like, details mm-hmm. to make sure it can happen, so, like, basically, if he's up all night, I'm up all night, because mm-hmm. it's, it really takes, like, like, two people or more to, like, make something happen, and, like, he can't do it all on his own, yeah. so, like, um, yeah, that's, like, one, I wouldn't say it's, like, a challenge, but it's, like, it's just something just that comes it, with. Yeah. It's the labor that comes with. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, like, when I look back at making this documentary, it was really challenging. But at the same time, it was easy because we just, like, knew what we needed to yeah, get done. And, and like, we were just, done. like, we care about what we're doing so much that, like, mm-hmm. we made it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, like, my job to say no. So even if it's, like, even if I'm, like, <laughs> oh, God, like, I don't mm-hmm. know if this can come together, like, tomorrow, it's not my job to say no. It's my job I to figure out. I don't think I ever did that, too. No, there, no, one time. no, there was never that point. But just my job is to think, like, ahead. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm always anticipating that, like, there's going to be something added or something changed. So it's just to, like, know that and be prepared for sure. it and be ready to, like, make it happen. Yeah. And one of the biggest things is, like, we had multiple cameras on, I think, like, four shoots. We had five cameras. Yeah. Wow. So, like, her helping me get crew there, you know, like, bothering people to say yes because, yeah. like, some people would, like, be a little timid. Like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. And some it's people like, would be like, oh, I don't have a ride. I'm like, I'll be there. Like, I'll yeah. come pick you yeah. up. Seriously. Like, just to make yeah. sure. so many rides. <laughs> oh, my God. You got but to. I love it. Yeah. You got it. You got to, like, sometimes you got to, like, bring people that, you know, you know, need to be there, but yeah. you have to like kind of bend your back for it sometimes. Yeah. And on that note, I want to shout out the crew because this crew has been amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot I of like... people that we've worked with and like are in our film department at UWM and some outside of it, but it's just like, we had a great group of people yeah. that were like so down. Like, yeah. Let's names. I want them. Let's Graham Hartlove. I Hartlove, love you. I think was on every shoot except <laughs> and, for one. And, and that was only because be he had there. class. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to be there. Like yeah. we would end one shoot and I'd be like, and he'd be like, so like, what's after this? And I'm like, oh, I think we're going to be doing like an interview. He's like, I'm there. Like didn't yeah, even like, ask what day, what time. Like he's like, I'm there. So yeah. Shout Graham, out to Graham. I love sure. Graham. Graham and is awesome. Who else? David Bardsley. David I think Bardsley. he was on I think every shoot except for one too. Like yeah. he's been, he was honestly the first person I met in film school. Like we've been doing projects together ever, ever since. Oh, wow. And when I pitched him the documentary, he's like, "Whenever you need me, I'm there." Like, he's so amazing. awesome. He's Such a great DP. Yeah, that's someone that's just mentally in your team too. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He also helped me edit it up a little bit. He oh, did. Like, yeah. Honestly, I was like getting in my own head. I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, can you? And then he offered to help. 
he put together the intro for me so like the first little montage mm-hmm. and then that just inspired me and yeah. i just like yeah. went hard on the rest oh, of yeah. it so cool. yeah and then some Cervata. other people Serbata. yeah shout out another great dude. shout out Serbata. i yeah, always see him Cervata. i always see him on his longboard yeah just all over the east side um, he's so cal- like he's like the calm of this set yeah like, yeah and he's also yeah. very talented but it's just like every time i mean i, I feel like i can say that about everyone but it's like serbata i feel like he always like there's always like a joke he'll crack or just yeah. like his if, great music taste yeah too. and a great dancer so a really <laughs> good dancer yeah i think we have some bts of him dancing oh yeah right. okay. <laughs> hell yeah that's, um, that's some good stuff yeah some other names david nida mm-hmm. also a great dp joe yeah. from gurney yeah. for like two of the shoots sure. two or three yeah, of the shoots yeah, crazy, and I think I only paid him for gas money once. I w- I'll give him the second gas money if he wants it. He watches it. Hey, it's on record. He's giving you gas money. Yeah. Heard it um, here. Obviously, Jack, who we mm-hmm. mentioned before, yep. he was an assistant director and uh, also a camera operator on it. Um, yeah, I mean, he was on almost every shoot. Uh, Graham Zima. Shout out Graham Zima. You know, Graham great Zima. fucking guy. Man, yeah. He's like the best sound app I know because he can make things happen like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's also a podcaster. He um, is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, I gotta thank him because he's the one who got me to like. He got me um, my podcast. Uh, he helped me figure out how to get it on like the Apple Podcasts nice. and, and Anchor and all that stuff. So. Shout out Graham. Yeah, very smart, talented dude. Yes, and a great like, resource, and he's just so down to like help yeah. like, with anything. Yeah. Let's name some more. There's a lot of There's people. There's a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Trisha? Yes, Trisha. Yeah, she did some sound. That's my girl. I love yeah. Trisha. Rick she also Hurt. made the sets more fun because yeah. her and Miss Marissa crack jokes all nice. the time we, together. We, <laughs> I need that. We laugh a little too much when we're together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that goes for like every time we're together yeah, we laugh a sure. lot <laughs> um wow go ahead There's you can lot. keep going uh james safulu did sound for us yeah um we had nicole from jaw media mm-hmm. nicole winters she helped out at turner hall did mm. a great job with yeah. the sound there yeah. um let's see jace jace Kalinsky, shout of course jace. yeah shout out jace shout out maddie barnhart Helped us at yeah. Turner Hall. Yeah, I remember. She, she didn't think she did that much. She, she told did you a, that, but she yeah. like she was that person we needed to like you know just keep, help keep things Hold in order because it was so chaotic. It was crazy. Like, I was like trying to run from like the top floor to the bottom floor yeah. and then check on Eric. So it's like when Maddie was like, "I'll take care of the top floor." I was like, "Thank you." It's <laughs> yeah. like one less level I have yeah. to run to. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jack McGreal was a cam up. Mm-hmm. Chase Van Dyke was a cam up. He also ran some little interviews in the side room over nice. there yeah um that was really helpful at the high five live um sam rogers was another cam op slash grip hannah. um hannah hannah rogers maybe one day but hannah Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> they're dating so yeah. uh let's see who am i missing dahlia dahlia was dahlia, on the yeah. very in the very beginning and always a pleasure because dahlia is also yeah. like another me like she's very helpful like very down to earth like mm-hmm. just wherever she can help yeah, like she helps she'll out help. with everything yeah we did some interviews i feel like we're missing people i, I feel, feel like this is like it's just like a long ass yeah. list i know that's how well dude that is a a wholesome crew yeah out there um yeah i don't even know all of you but <laughs> shout out all of you for for bringing this whole thing to fruition yeah um, yeah like it's, just, it takes a team honestly it yeah. really does like 
people can give me the recognition, but honestly, it was everyone else who, like, helped me bring this vision to life because, like, I don't know. You I, can't yeah, do it I alone. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> and despite what some people say about, like, the film department, because we are kind of experimental and, like, less of, like, the practical, like, stuff, or, like, technical side of filmmaking, um, everyone's so multi-talented. So, like, mm-hmm. having a group around us that, like, you can be like, hey, like, can you go do this? And they can do it. Or like, if yeah. they don't necessarily mm-hmm. know how, they can, they know who to ask. Sure. Like, there were multiple times where like everyone was doing a different job than they normally would do. So yeah. we just had like a really just good being group. multifaceted yeah. and just yeah. being able to help in a pinch when yeah. necessary. It all came together. Sure. So Marissa, was this your first? So like, had you been in like producing roles in films before? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So how is this different than uh, previous? Um, I guess previously, so I, like my films that I make are documentary based, but I work very much alone. So Mm. I basically wear all hats. So producing, shooting, editing, but that's usually because I work with like, like I work for a nonprofit, so I'm doing video work for them. Um, there's been other like projects that I've worked on. So this was like the first big like documentary film that I've produced. Um, but I also have produced um, some narrative films beforehand, one mm-hmm. of them being Maddie Barnhart's, which is also showing next oh, week man. on the 17th. I know. It's going to be great. She's, She's great. a great person. She is. Um, I could go on and on about Maddie. But yes, so I, I did some narrative films, or produced some narrative films. Um, but really, like I feel like producing, I don't know, it just takes like, kind of the same skill set just like to be organized think ahead like communicate with your director um what do you enjoy about the role specifically um okay so i feel like it speaks to who i am as a person like i'm very like i just like want to help in any way and like i genuinely like want to support like what someone's got going on so i feel like in a nutshell, that's producing as well as being organized, which, like I said, keeps me sane. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I do on a normal outside of like film. Yeah. Um, so and it's interesting to see that like that can help someone a re- like a lot because um, mm-hmm. sometimes when you're caught up in filmmaking, like that's the last thing you're thinking about is like yeah. making sure everything's like on record and like right. there's yeah. a plan and there's like a like a very deliberate like detailed plan and like I work that way so yeah I don't want to speak for you but like this is probably the biggest project we've both ever done just because Mm -hmm. like the scope of everything I like we shot probably what 10 11 times yeah like had a yeah. whole crew for all that like uh, and it's all coming out of and coordinating dude, yeah. and also coordinating like that many people yeah it's yeah. a lot of fucking work it's, it's hard to get so like so many people in one place yeah mm-hmm. like at the same time and that's just the crew like <laughs> there's also the people in front of the camera. yeah ready to go right. Right. honestly yeah like shout out ashley amorel because at first, she was like a little nervous to be in front of all the cameras, and it now was like, she's only yeah. There. Now she 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 always says she's nervous when we're about to do a but shoot, but then she's, roll, like, she's like, like yeah. she just kills it. Yeah, right? yeah. there you go. Yeah, so it goes back to like 
worry, getting worried about getting started. Yeah. Or like, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. then once you do it, you're like, okay, I can do yeah. this now. Yeah. And it was kind of like I cast a lot on her because like I asked her to be in the documentary, and like you think like a student is gonna like have a couple lights and like maybe them and like one or this two other like people, but no, I had I brought like eight people <laughs> like who were watching yeah. this thing on every shoot. Oh my god. How do you feel this project, Zero Undiscovered, like what did it teach you about yourself? Mm. Ooh, that's deep. <laughs> I mean, on the surface level, it taught me that I am a good filmmaker, you know, like sometimes you question yourself. Mm-hmm. It just taught me like I, like after this, like I struggled with making a documentary, like and I think I'm pretty proud of how it turned out, but like the next one I make, because I'm definitely going to make another one after this, like that's the whole point of Zero Undiscovered, we're making music videos, but we're also making documentaries going forward too. Um, But it taught me like the next one I go into, like I know I'll just be that much better. Um, And then about myself, like taught me to just not give up because there were multiple times where like things were a little rocky. Um, I don't want to get too into it, like, but yeah, like I wasn't sure whether I was going to continue forward or not. And then wasn't sure how to do things like I wasn't sure I don't know I just wasn't sure on a lot of things because yeah. like you just keep questioning yourself but it taught me like just keep persisting and like yeah. you can you can make something you're proud of mm-hmm. of course yeah um I think it taught me that I can this is gonna sound really cliche but I'll go deeper into it that I I can really do anything I put my mind to because mm-hmm. um, I too I feel like we all do. We get into like this mindset where we like doubt ourselves. Oh yeah. Um, and then also, I feel like also being being a woman in this industry can be really hard. Yeah. Um, so I think I also pull from the inspiration to like not only represent myself but represent women, the women that like can identify the same as me. Um, Cause yeah, I don't know. I just like I. It really taught me that I can like as long as like I am passionate about something. And, like, I know what I'm doing is right, like, just to listen to that and not, like, let those other thoughts, like, take me down. Um, And I feel like this documentary is proof that, like, I am powerful. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) It's like a, ooh, that was like an inspirational (laughs) speech there. Yeah. Yeah. yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just talked to myself. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, that's, that's, that is it's deep but it's also it's it's big yeah Um, you know and and that goes for women in all kinds of creative industries women succeeding everywhere like it's you know they face obstacles and oppressions that us as men don't it's something i've noticed too like i don't know like i talked to marissa like she's like one of my best friends and like my business partner Mm -hmm. like we just see eye to eye on everything but like sometimes i'll notice like there's a guy in the room that'll talk down to her, and I'm yeah. like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, yeah. it's right. Bad. You don't see yeah. her as, like, a subordinate, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, is, actually. like, often how a lot of men in, like, some kind of, like, creative position um, where they're making decisions, like, a lot of times without even thinking about it, like, they kind of talk to a woman subordinately, mm-hmm. or yeah. then they'll, like... And, like, they, they don't even notice. Right, yeah, where it's, like, you know, as if you're not capable of, you know having your own ideas that yeah. you're not capable of like knowing what you like i guess you're not capable of contributing in like the same way that like he can or something yeah. like that like yeah. um and um 
Yeah, and I I, I kind of noticed that like where you know you never were like treated that way mm-hmm. like when I was around um, at least like when yeah. I'm here you know you're always treated as like you know you're in you have a very huge role in this and you're being treated as such yeah that's the way it should be yeah just by default i just want to like shout eric out on that because that was like i think meeting him and like having the opportunity to produce something on this level and then him also like trusting in me and like letting me basically be like his right hand means a lot to me Mm -hmm. um and it goes further than this documentary because we've been on like a lot of shoots together and like mm-hmm. I know all the equipment and he never questions me on any of right. that. Like, Do you know how to use this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like there'll be times where I'm like I really don't know how to yeah. use this because maybe it's something I haven't worked with but like he'll take the time to like teach me but it's never in a way where it's like oh you should know this. Yeah. Like so like yeah. he's very Not supportive. Not like the typical like going behind the girl grabbing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I feel yeah. like a lot of people do yeah. that and it's just like so dumb. It's like, no, this is how you do it. Obviously, you know how to set up a scene. Yeah. Right. It's like, this is, I don't know, I don't know what's an example. Well, I think uh-huh. that, I don't know. I think yeah. that, it like, matter, well, it just goes back to, like, mansplaining. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, it, mansplaining. and it goes, go. yeah, and it goes to, like, where a man is anytime, like, they make a tutorial out of, like, how <laughs> yeah. they're, you know, yeah. talking to Which a woman. Sometimes, because, like, it's a way to flirt. But if, like, you're there to work with someone, yeah. you know, yeah. then just treat them like the, the, people. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, if they ask questions, then answer them, but don't, like, assume that, yeah. you know, they don't already know something. Exactly. Um, and it's, you know, it's just a, I think that it's, it's, a, it's a behavior that needs to be unlearned mm-hmm. by a lot of men. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm really happy that, you know, that you, you guys have that, like, powerful bond and, um. How do you feel like this this uh, project is gonna like? Where is it gonna? So like, what's next? I guess like for your own personal um, purposes. Like now that this now that zero undiscovered is just, like done. I don't think it's done. Oh yeah. No. yeah. Sorry, I spoke. <laughs> I spoke. We'll just I guess yeah. Like where like what do you feel like is um, like the next goal of yours? Yeah. To so like the goal with zero undiscovered as a company is to like bring just like visual media and just all kinds of media into like a platform to just like tell artists stories so that's like documentaries music videos Mm -hmm. photos jack and justin are going to be doing some photos shout out justin gordon yes shout out justin gordon one of the best photographers i know and like one of the greatest such a down to earth guy oh yeah um but yeah just like telling artists stories so i think what's next um I don't know if it's going to be added on to this first documentary or if we're just going to make something separate, but like something we had discussed and we never really got into was like telling Amarelle's backstory mm-hmm. and uh, how she's like runs a nonprofit with Unique and just like what they're doing. So I'm not sure if that's going to be added on to Zero Undiscovered or that just be another story that like we work off of. But I think that's the next documentary we want to work on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, we got like I think like ten music videos lined oh, wow. up. So yeah. Oh yeah. So I feel like this documentary is really just like the birth of this company. Yeah. So it's like really gonna showcase like this is who we are and like this is what we can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So it's like really just setting that up. Yeah. So even though it the yeah. film is done, 
it just feels like yeah. okay like, like here's our resume basically <laughs> yeah like from a business standpoint it's like something we can just brand ourselves around like here's the initial big piece that like shows you what we do yeah and then everything from there is just gonna like, fall into place under that mm -hmm. so yeah in in a similar sense to how you made the connections you don't know you needed like from as a result of zero undiscovered in a way it's like you're also telling the stories that these artists didn't know they needed to be told yeah you know right. like they yeah. didn't well like um because when you make them the subject it gives them an opportunity to like really like look inwardly yeah and see what just how just the magnitude of which like they're like reaching their potential and like what they're capable of yeah. and like mm -hmm. and to have some and to have like um just to have like an external party like just documenting that and bringing us and sh like shedding light on that like yeah. it makes them feel special it makes them feel empowered and it also shows everyone else like oh wow like this is just you know, this is just somebody who's in our community mm -hmm. and they're yeah. doing really awesome shit and yeah. I want to do something like yeah. that. Like, for example, Ryan, like, I pitched him the documentary and he's like, yeah, cool, let's do it. Like, yeah. like, he had no idea what I meant. Like, he thought I might just, like, document a few things here and yeah. there going around the studio. But once I actually, like, started explaining things to him and, like, where I wanted it to go and he, like, saw all the cameras on the yeah, first yeah. shoot we did, he was like, wow, like... Whoa, dude! Like, we're, <laughs> like, we're actually doing something, so, like, I'm gonna put a lot of effort into this, yeah. too. Yeah. And, like, that kind of inspired him to throw the Turner Hall show because it was something that he'd been wanting to do is yeah. throw a concert for all his artists, so... And that really... That really just made the documentary that show because mm -hmm. um, it highlighted Amarel obviously, but you got to see Mo City, Will Frang, Peas, who am I missing? Dev, Dev, of Dev. course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that, such a that was a, such a just great lineup, great show. Yeah. Um, it was incredible to fucking see it pulled off in the way it was. Mm -hmm. um, I pitched Ryan like the idea for this podcast very similarly like I it was right it was like two days after New Year's mm -hmm. I had like just gotten back from home like where like I kind of like just sort of brainstormed and like came up with my idea finally and I like I I came over here and like I I sat him down like on the couch out there and like Ryan like so this is what I want to do I want to make this show I want to talk about love and fear and he's like yeah cool let's <laughs> yeah. do it like That's always how we yeah exactly yeah, yeah like cool. right and, and it, but it's like it sounds like you know it, it it doesn't sound like you know right off the bat you know just what it eventually becomes you know mm -hmm. it sounds like just something kind of silly like on the side that like i might do but not take very seriously but yeah. like you know, so I'll be here and to do I mean, it. That's how everything. Right. right. But then it's like, once I started doing it, I realized where I can take it. And I realized just how much content I can be producing and how much like, just, you know, basically like, why not make the most out of it? Similar to yeah, you with exactly. like, once you started, like, once you just finally got down to it, it's like, wow, like, you know, I can really like make this into something 
big and yeah. now it's an LLC. I mean, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. And yeah. just like every shoot inspired me to go harder on the next one because uh, like, wow, we got great stuff, but like the next time I can do this and that better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is, um, that's also really, that's like the most amazing mentality to have that like you're excited to do better next yeah. time. You don't exactly. feel down on yourself for feeling mm-hmm. for like not doing something this time. It's like, you know what? Fuck it, I'll do it next time and yeah. it'll be great. Or even like, I think what also goes hand in hand is just like, even if you do shoot something or whatever you do, you like, do you do it great? Like always find a way that you can like elevate. Like, I feel like whenever you hit that level where you're like, I'm awesome. Like, it's like, yeah. oh, well, I mean, there, you can always, you know, improve something yeah. or like challenge yourself in a new way. Yeah. Especially in the creative industry, like, there's times where you're, you'll impress yourself mm-hmm. and you're like, you like, wow, that was amazing. But like, you get like, there's always something where like, you're like, okay, here's the next step. So where like, I couldn't be like this filmmaker or like this musician or whatever, like make yourself a little bit more professional with everything mm-hmm. that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're not going to be like, you know, you're not going to be like, a um, just like renowned in, in every aspect right off the bat. It's, yeah. it takes fucking time <laughs> and you gotta be patient with it. But that also kind of weeds out like who is like really, like really wants to be doing this mm-hmm. and who is meant to do something else. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, so how about you, Marissa? I, I, back to like the question we had, so like, where do you, like, what does this mean for you and like your goals, like moving forward? Um, um, so basically just going through the same process, anytime a project comes up, um, uh, I want to get into shooting more, um, cause sometimes I just like lay more on the producing side, but yeah. I definitely love to shoot also. And also that's a field where I can, I feel like I can always improve mm-hmm. and I want to keep improving. Um, but yeah, just meeting more people and what I love about like what we want to do with this company is like outside of art and like music like we get to actually meet these people and like tell their stories um just because I feel like people are so much more than their art like there's a reason behind their art um yeah I feel like that's just like very obvious but it's like you don't get to see that what the show is for yeah Yeah, (laughs) like you get to see like who these people are like what get to know people yeah Mm -hmm. like what like the inner workings. Like, what do you like to do yeah. for fun? Right. Like, what do you... What do you do in your off time? Right. Like, yeah. what's your, what's your, you know, go-to uh, drink of choice? Right. What's your... <laughs> yeah. you know, like, just what, like the little things. Right. That, like, usually are just, like, not said or mentioned. Yeah. Unless you actually know the person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it takes, it takes, like, a, a great deal of, um, of, like, um, in-depth like um research and drive and just overall like um yearning for just like knowing everything you can about somebody that makes them them in order to do that because like there's so many like you can like you can meet you can go to like networking events and meet endless creatives right you know like you're you're never gonna run out of connections to make Um, like you're you're never gonna run out of people to meet. Exactly. Um, But it's a matter of like you know, well, you're meeting somebody like, you know, like especially it's like when you see a show and like you see someone perform or like you see like someone's work, something that they did. It's like you know that's 
best them as an artist. Mm-hmm. Who are they outside of the art that is what like drives them to make that art? Like what are they escaping or what are they communicating or what are they yeah. just overall what are they like um reflecting about themselves that's being told in their output. Exactly. Um, and and that's something that just it's just really fascinating. I think that more people should like make more of an effort to have more like uh personal connections with artists mm-hmm. and understand like well just like what you know like what's behind what you do exactly mm-hmm. the end of the day we're all people cheers to that all right so um we're gonna close out um so eric my buddy <laughs> <laughs> eric what keeps you up at night Hmm. <clears throat> Besides the documentary, obviously. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I pulled, I think, almost three full all-nighters editing that and one full all-nighter. Jesus. So, yeah. Lost some sleep. Yeah. Maybe, no, maybe uh, a couple hours off my life. No wonder. It's, good. it's for the art. No wonder the coffee pot was moved in here. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's true. Yeah. Um, what keeps me up at night? Do you want it from an artistic standpoint or just? I mean, yeah. I mean, artistic, but also just you know, just for the hell of it, like what, you know, in general. Yes. Okay. Um, from an artistic standpoint, it's like, really, this is the first year, like, where I actually believe in everything I'm doing, where I'm actually impressing myself with my work. Like, my lighting skills, like, the number one thing I do is want to be a cinematographer, mm-hmm. other than being a director. It's, like, the first time, like, where I've wowed myself with some images. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really just, like, the drive to, like, keep pushing forward, obviously. Like, anyone could say that, but, like, just, like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's the drive to keep pushing me forward and then, like, having, like, a team of people around me. Like, we started this high five team like there's 12 people and we have like we weekly meetings i think you're gonna be at the next one yeah Yeah. i made it so i think that's 13 (laughs) you might be the 12th i don't remember that's besides the point but anyway yeah it's just like having this awesome team of people around you like believe in your work and like believe in you just as a person like want to get to know you um that just like push you forward and like meeting marissa this year was like a big push forward because she always like inspires me to do better um yeah exactly so yeah it's just honestly it's just the people around us like and then like i don't know getting to know like some of the other arts like what goes in behind music and like it's just crazy Mm -hmm. like there's so much work being put into this place and like just so much creative energy it humbles you yeah it just well Honestly, it doesn't keep me up at night. It keeps me here at night. <laughs> yeah. I don't go home. Like, yeah. Very true. <laughs> like, oh, man. I, you know, like, a night slept at High Five Studio. I've, I've slept on this floor in here twice. Whoa. Yeah. Damn, this is, like a, this is a concrete floor. It's not floor. exactly comfortable, but I put those furniture pads down. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, what keeps you up at night, Marissa? This is going to be very deep. I'm going to preface this by saying I'm very spiritual. Uh, So what honestly keeps me up at night is the question of if I'm doing enough to impact someone or impact something. Um, Because, not to go too deep here, I have lost someone that is close to me. um, So they are no longer here. 
So I've gone through that phase of like, okay, why am I here and that per- that person is not? So I do believe everyone's here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess just living up to the reason that I'm here and like just listening to my heart um, and just making sure that like I'm the best version of me yeah. for other people and also for myself. So that's, that's what keeps me up at night. That's something just we so initially deep. bonded over too is like we both lost someone very close to us and like that's something that pushes you forward because like you think what would they think of me right now if they were mm-hmm. still here mm-hmm. so like what would always, they be saying to me right now yeah, to like keep me going impress them. Yeah. it's like keeping their legacy alive yeah by, like you know living do doing everything like in their name like, yep man that's love everything man. i do i do for that person mm-hmm. yeah. we'll put you to sleep oh, what puts man. me to sleep um exercise and then <laughs> watching tv at night in the dark i don't know i just get i don't know i like watching an episode of something yeah. and then i'll start the next one and like somehow right away it just triggers me to fall asleep yeah. I, I don't struggle sleeping usually like <laughs> i i could sleep for like 10 hours every night if i really wanted to i could too <laughs> yeah i could too i can't i can't because i have that like that like un comfortable feeling where it's like I should be doing something like I feel like there's always something I need to be doing um but I can function on like low sleep but what keep what puts me to sleep is the fact that I'm a morning person so I'm up usually by like five or six every morning so like literally by nine o'clock I'm like ready to go to bed I don't wake up until like nine or (laughs) ten so nine or ten I think is like the perfect time in the morning to wake up it's not too early What's early enough that you like get to have like yeah, a full day? Yeah, I feel like if yeah. I sleep until noon, I'm just wasting time. Yeah, yeah meets, the day's yeah. over at that point. Right. It's like you might as well just go back to sleep. I, yeah, no, <laughs> honestly though, like I like, um, yeah, I, I like I love sleep too, but sleep in a way is like a reward mechanism for me definitely where like i need to be productive and yeah. accomplish something before i can treat myself to like yeah. a full night's sleep that's what yeah. it is it's like otherwise yeah. i need to be productive like there's no time for sleep until like mm-hmm. this is done <laughs> yeah. exactly like and with editing that documentary i keep coming back to it but i got like no sleep <laughs> and then i i did some work these last two days because i turned it in two days ago but yeah, I got I got two good ass nights to sleep. Fuck yeah! Thanks for being on the show. Hey, thank you. Thanks thank for you having so us. Much. Yeah, it was great to have you guys. And and I and this goes back to everything we talked about. But I'm really grateful to have met you guys. Oh, vice versa. And grateful yes. that yeah, I'm grateful to just be seeing all the amazing fucking shit you guys are doing. And I know you guys are gonna take it super far because oh, yeah. Milwaukee's creative scene needs people like you. Mm-hmm. And I mean that. Definitely. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. Thank you. Um, yes, so Zero Undiscovered. Uh, it premieres May 16th, mm-hmm. Thursday. Um, UWM Union Cinema. Yes. Um, and uh, otherwise, if you can't make it, I'm sure it'll be uploaded somewhere. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. There's probably going to be a screening at High Five at some point. Yeah. Screening at Please High Five. like our Facebook page and follow our Instagram because that's yeah, where like, all that the stuff. Social media yeah. Is. Zero yeah. Undiscovered. Official. Um, yeah, Zero Undiscovered official mm. on both Facebook and Instagram. And Instagram, yeah. Yeah, yeah seriously. And, and also, like, if you're creative and you're just interested in, if you feel like you have a profound story to tell, 
great place to start yeah. is by walking into High Five Studio. Yeah. Also, if you're a filmmaker, like I always want to pass on this knowledge that I have, like that I especially like the stuff I've learned over the last year and a half. Like, if you want to get on some shoots and learn some stuff from us, like just reach out to us because mm -hmm. I feel like we're pretty talented at this point. And we want to pass it on. So. Yeah. yeah. And we have a studio here in High Five, so we're either which here. Which we're in right now. Yeah. Yes, which we are <laughs> which we're sitting in. in right now. Yeah. So we're either here or like if you go on our social media accounts, we have an email. So for sure, like hit us up. All right, <laughs> Mr. Nice Guy. I'm the nice guy. <laughs> <laughs>